You're listening to the Man Chat Podcast, a show with two men talking about recent events and the effect they could have on men's mental health. This is Sean and Huggy, your hosts. Welcome to the Man Chat Podcast. We are up to episode 10. Um, and as I got called out last time for missing out the number seven in Spanish, I have gone away and practiced religiously my counting up to ten in Spanish. So we are on uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho, nueve, diez. Um, I currently am living with a Colombian who speaks Spanish, which is helping me out get them. Um, it is, of course, me, Sean, here, and we're joined with Huggy, the other half of the Manchat podcast. Hello, Huggy. Hello, mate. Long time no speak. How are you doing? Mate, I'm doing very well. Um, and for those of you listening as well, we're actually recording on a new a new software, aren't we, Huggy? We're quite excited for this one. Yeah, it's very professional, um, mate. It is. We've even got we've even got some some crowd noises to make me and Huggy feel like it's not just us two, so we can have a little bit of laughing <laughs> there in the background. Expect more of that as we as we especially, especially with some of our terrible jokes. <laughs> get get those in. Yeah. Like we could even have a little for when that, for Love. When that happens. Love that. <laughs> um, but yes, we're back. Um, we actually haven't recorded in a few weeks, have we now, Huggy? It's been a while since we've yeah. Yeah, done been... a, a weekly episode. We've been busy with guest ones um, that we've been recording to release. Um, and we thought that it was probably best for this episode to go into why me and Huggy have been, sort of, I suppose, unable to record so frequently. Um, and talk through our mental health and stresses that we've had um, throughout the past two weeks. And this was actually your idea, wasn't it, Huggy? Yeah, I just think it's a good idea just to let um, our listeners know why we've been sort of absent. Um, I know it might not seem it because we've had some guest episodes sort of stored up in the uh, bank, so we've been able to release them. But I think you and I haven't recorded one like two, three weeks. Yeah, it's been, it has been a long while, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, well, Huggy, I'll hand over to you to to kick off and and sort of tell us, our listeners, about what's been happening over the past couple of weeks and and the impact on your mental health. I think where to start was you and I caught up yesterday on the phone and we just sort of both realised that we were completely burnt out from everything, not just the podcast, but all the other sort of external factors to life. And I just feel like it it just hit a, a crossroad and it was kind of okay, what's going to give? And unfortunately, this gave. And this is probably the one thing during the week, which is quite a nice relief. Uh, you and I get to catch up, we get to chat, get to chat quite a lot of shit, uh, which is <laughs> u- usual practice. Um, yeah. Sometimes we get to speak to some good guests. Yeah. But recently, we've had some guests lined up and we've had to cancel last minute. For me, it's just been work. Work's been hectic at the moment, really, really busy. And I get some last minute sort of meetings put in my diary which is annoying but expected so i have to let you know last minute which means we have to let the guests know last minute which is very unprofessional we hold ourselves to the the highest standard of podcasting here at manchat don't we We're the we, highest we, standard in the industry we, we do There's no one with higher standards we, no exactly we do and it, it, you know it was then that started playing on my mind that i felt like i was letting you down um i was letting the guests down then last week i think we were meant to record another podcast um or the week before because i had my surgery last week so i don't think we were doing one last week i think it was the week before that 
and yeah, I just had some pretty shit news to do with um, with like just with work. Not not shit in terms of bad for me, but just more where I thought uh, for my development I was going. Uh, it wasn't going in the right direction. Uh, I had a pretty serious chat with my manager, which just kind of has led to other bits. So I just kind of felt a bit burnt out from work. And the last thing I wanted to do, which probably would have been the best thing I could have done, is jump <laughs> on a podcast with you and talk about it. Yep. But at that moment, I was just kind of just wanted to put my head in the sand and just felt really shit. And but again, we had to let that that um, guest down, which he, he was fully understanding, really, really good. And we're looking forward to having him on in the next couple of weeks. But then it's just that pressure. So for me, the burnouts are just coming from work being absolutely manic, absolutely Sergio Ramos. Um, <laughs> and Mate, just that, not really. That Sergio Ramos deserves a little. I think I'll. And it's just, yeah, so for me, it's just the pressures of work, like starting really early in the morning, finishing late, because we deal a lot with America. So trying to do some stuff on America time, it's just mm. sort of, that's burning me out. Then I had the stresses of my surgery coming up um, yeah. and knowing I'll be off my feet for a while, which kind of, I just got into swing of enjoying the gym again. Amanda and I have been going in the mornings. I've been training with a mate. It was really exciting. And I, I was kind of like, felt like I was in a groove. That then had to stop for my surgery. Um, I was worried about how it would affect my work. Obviously, I work from home, so it's okay. I can just sit at a desk with my leg up or I can sit on the sofa <laughs> with my legs up. Mate, don't and, pretend and it, you haven't been on the sofa for the whole of lockdown <laughs> already. <laughs> just there, you're already in that position. Already in yeah. that position. <laughs> yeah, guilty, guilty as charged. But yeah, so I, I was worried about that, and then it, like the podcast is we. I think we burnt ourselves out because we were so enthusiastic about doing it. We've then mm. been recording a one-on-one podcast, just the two of us, and then in the same week we're recording another guest. Edition. So we're recording two podcasts a week on top of work and life balance. And obviously it just it just tipped the scales the wrong direction. And personally, I just felt yeah. like I was just completely, yeah, just burnt out. I didn't yeah. know what to do. And then last week I had my surgery. That kind of knocked me for seven. I couldn't even tell you what day it was after the surgery. <laughs> um, yep. And then, yeah, and then recovery's just been okay. That's kind of, that's kind of been a big stressor just because... Yeah, like I said, I was I was, en- I was enjoying the gym, um, um, but now I'm just looking forward to getting back in there and just doing some rehab. Um, yeah, and that should be good. And then, yeah, we're we're looking at houses. We're looking to buy a house, and that's obviously a massive stress. Like, fuck me. You you and Amanda. Yeah, yeah. There for the listeners, not me and Huggy moving in. He didn't. He didn't let me. Yeah, <laughs> that, 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 that would make recording podcasts so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> Live from Huggy's bedroom in the morning. <laughs> yeah yeah um no yeah amanda and i are looking at buying a house and god it is stressful so mm. you're dealing with solicitors brokers surveyors the vendors the estate agent the event the the estate agent is your best mate when you're trying to buy the house as soon oh, as you've yeah. had a hot as soon as you've had an offer accepted they they just couldn't give a shit See anymore you later. <laughs> yeah See you later. yeah yeah and yeah like that, the stress of that and going through all the checks and having everything done and you know the stresses I I could see a lot of work going into everything in life but I wasn't really seeing a, a reward coming out of it work wasn't going how I wanted it to go 
the podcasts were failing because of that because I was too busy and stressed out with that then the house wasn't going the way I wanted it to go and then my knee wasn't going the way I wanted it to go so I was just kind of like for fuck's sake I just want to give up like let me just crawl in a hole and come back out (laughs) in like a few weeks time but unfortunately yeah yeah. but in the same way I think fortunately I had a very good support network around me like Amanda has been unreal looking after me for all this my mum and my dad my mates around here as well uh, especially the two boys at the rugby club Chris and Sam and then my other mate yes, Chris. Chris and Sam and then yeah, Chris has been really good as well uh, who I was gymming with before so I think it would have been a lot more difficult without those around but having the likes of you as well checking in and Fraser and Canada and the boys like it's, it's yeah it's kind of like helped with things and I think the last couple of weeks of being off it's really helped clear my mind and yeah getting back on my feet do you think well there's two questions there's one and I think we can touch on this one a second how did you um sort of know that you were burnt out and two do you think the burnout that you had on one thing was the reason for that I suppose sort of waterfall effect isn't it you can't give 100% at one thing and then you start feeling tired for the next thing and then it it falls in so like if if you weren't burnt out do you think you would have been able to keep on top of all of those things um so first of all did I know I was burnt out I didn't until I I was burnt out I couldn't feel myself getting to that stage there wasn't like a a moment where I was like god if I continue like this something's gonna give it was kind of one of those everything's just given uh (laughs) he was like okay that's like like a moment just like ah everything's gone this is it i'm sat here (laughs) i'm just gonna stay here for the next 10 days doing nothing yeah yeah it would be like after i've messaged you for the second or third week running being like i can't record tonight's podcast or with work and i'm doing i'm still at my laptop at like half 10 11 o'clock at night and i'm thinking i've been sat here since eight o'clock this morning doing work and i'm just thinking god i haven't even been out the house today (laughs) i've just been sat at my laptop working all day back-to-back meetings what is fresh air? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Literally, I'm looking through a tiny little window in the study, <laughs> thinking, "Fucking, hell, I'd love to be outside." The dog is jumping up at me, going, "I need a shit." <laughs> and I'm like, "I can't even like give me five minutes. I will take you out." Um, I, I like when I'm in the moment with that, I don't feel it coming. But then, once that mm. moment has come, I'm then like, "Shit, it's too late. I'm, I'm already burnt yeah. out. Like something's given." And for me, I do feel work has been a huge contributing factor to that. Because yep. the long days mean I can't get out and just go for a walk, get some fresh air, get some time away from my laptop, which would massively help with my mental well-being. Yeah, like a little midday walk just to boost God, that. yeah. Give Mate, yourself yeah. a bit of a fresh, break break the screen uh, screen time up. Yeah, especially when the weather's been nice and you're stuck inside. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, right, yeah. okay, I can't even go out for a walk, enjoy the weather. Like now it's shit weather, so I'm okay. Yeah, I'm it's absolute <laughs> chaos now. I've been fucking pissing down with rain for the past three days, I think. Yeah, so yeah, so now it's been all right. But um and then because I was then having to work late, I was then having to say to you I can't do the podcast. I wasn't being able to go to the gym, or if I did it had to be at six AM as soon as the gym opened. So then if I'm which working until ten o'clock tired, at night, I'm it? more tired. Yeah. Yeah. Which is then a knock on effect. Then as a result of that then my eating becomes shit because then i'm like Mm. okay i'm tired i've got no time what's the quickest and easiest thing to eat it's normally the shit food which is the quickest and easiest food to eat (laughs) the meal deals have the meal deals come back no they haven't because i don't have a i don't have a tesco near enough Ah. (laughs) (laughs) 
which is a good thing and a hindrance. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. I, I need one. Sainsbury's is around the corner, but their meal deals are terrible. Oh, nah. they, they've got shit meal deals. Yeah. Tesco's um, is a good solid choice. It's a good yeah. middle of the road meal deal. Um, or Boots. Boots meal deals yeah. are very good as well. They're triple sandwiches. I've only really ever had Boots when I'm going away on holiday. And you know, you're like, oh, I've got like a four hour flight. I need to get, I need to get a lunch. Yeah. And then the only thing there is a Boots. And then you're yeah. there and you're like, this meal deal is elite. You're like, is it? <laughs> or is it just because I'm on a plane going to somewhere nice, hot and sunny? Like, I'm in yeah. such a great mood. Like, I've not really had a Boots meal deal when I'm hung over and can't be bothered with life and gone, ah, oh, fuck. That's yeah, usually when you're in Tesco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buying all the buying all the other shit food, um, yeah. but then yeah, to go with then eating shit and not being able to gym, and then also have my surgery and not being able to gym. I'm then seeing like more weight coming on, and I'm just like, for fuck's mm. sake! It's just like that vicious cycle of you were doing really well, eating healthily, weight was coming off, enjoying work, enjoying the podcasts, enjoying life. To can't move don't have time to move even if I could, can't gym, yeah. not eating right. The not eating right is an excuse because you could still make the time to just do something easier or you just meal prep the night before. Yeah. But then the weight goes back on. It's just that vicious cycle of just coming around. It's just like And then an I suppose if you've got headache. your house in the background as well, like yeah, y- your time when you're not working from 10 o'clock onwards, you're probably having to email estate agents, email surveyors brokers and then sort out that which is quite stressful as well it's not like you were finishing at 10 you know having a one hour relaxation massage nice hot bath god that would be that would be (laughs) a dream some candles and strawberries (laughs) yeah yeah and 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 last week was amanda's first week back in the office full-time so obviously she's then out and her days are really long so we're not seeing each other as much so that's shit because we're not seeing each other we can't kind of like decompress our days by talking to each other and being like how's it been during the day we're both so busy we can't really talk during the day either so it's literally we get home we'll scoff some food probably just like chill for half an hour and then it's like bed up in the morning repeat (laughs) and it's just like fuck's sake like there's nothing like it's just one of those shitters she she was great when i had my surgery though because she had some, she spoke to a boss and she was able to work from home. So she was able to help me then. And like, she came and picked me up from the hospital and had some yeah. nice food for me when I got home. Oh, and, you know, yes, abs- yeah, exactly. Absolute yeah. diamond. And then, yeah, so uh, things have been better since I've had the surgery because I can now move around. I was expecting to be mm. sort of not being able to walk um, yep. since I've had a part of my kneecap taken out. <laughs> yeah, which is <laughs> a horrible like, image. Yeah, sorry. Can, I, th- I thought I would send that, that to you. Let's get that on the socials to accompany this. Uh, yeah. So when anyone, if you want to look at our Instagram, the Man Chat Podcast, we'll have a picture of the kneecap um, piece yeah. that was taken out. It's absolutely disgusting. That was on my <laughs> own request as well. I did see the surgeon just before, and I was like, "Is there any chance I can see my kneecap after?" And he, he sort of looked at me like, "What?" And I said, "Well, when else are you going to get a chance to see your own kneecap?" And he was well, like, yeah. "Yeah, yeah, I can, but you can't take it home." And I was thinking, "I don't want to take it home." <laughs> That's a bridge. That's a step too far. Um, but I was walk. I was walking on it. I walked out of the hospital after my surgery that day, and it's yeah. It's getting yeah. I get the staples out tomorrow. I got a, a gnarly little scar. Wow, quite a big scar going down the front. It looks makes Whoa. me look hard. You know. Yeah. Anyone asks? I was fighting a shark or something. And the little <laughs> bastard took a bit of my knee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got shanked in the leg getting a boots meal deal. Some yeah. little toe rag jumped in front of me for the last chicken triple. <laughs> and my flight was two minutes away from boarding. 
Yeah. There's only plain water left. <laughs> yeah. Plain water? Yeah. What's plain water? Is that not just water? Well, you know. Well, yeah, it is, but, you know, it makes it sound a little bit... <laughs> makes it sound even plainer. Fucking hell, Sean. You're meant to be helping me here, mate, not make him feel worse. <laughs> mate, there's some things we, we can't allow. No, I know. Um, and then, so since, since this past few weeks, have you... What's your sort of plan going forward to try and prevent a similar situation happening? So I had a, I had a conversation with my manager on Thursday about mm-hmm. my development and how I feel. Um, he's gone and spoken to his boss, who's then gone and put a plan in place for me for my development and moving forward, which is exciting, but I don't fully understand what the opportunity okay. is. Um, so I'm, I'm going to put some time in. So my plan is like this week speak to him, find out what the plan actually is because I'm not really sure he was sure what the plan was when he was telling me. Um, So sort of debrief, go through that, review it, understand what that means for me. But I think it's important. I always have in my diary an hour blocked out, 12 till 1, thinking Mm -hmm. that's meant to be my time for lunch, get out with the dog. I think I need to be more strict to myself, actually leave Mm. my laptop at that time and take the dog out for a walk, get away from my laptop. So I need to be strict with myself, but... Also, Monday, get my staples out, and the physio said to me last week that once I've had my staples out, I'm good to return to the gym. Okay, so that'll start up again. Yeah, so that's that's really good. That just gets me back into a routine. It's like when we spoke to Danny on the podcast a couple, couple of episodes ago, and he said about the plates spinning, and you need them all yeah. sort of going. For me, it's definitely, I so resonate with what he said, because for me, once I get that routine back up and going, gymming eating healthily taking regular breaks enjoying work like it's just gonna be a much happier life so i think for me once the gym starts up again on tuesday once i've had the staples out just taking it easy but getting back in there sitting on a bike i've asked her if i'm going to swimming pool because there's one near us um probably just go Mm -hmm. and do some workout and you know just like walking and stuff in the swimming pool just want to build it back up because ideally uh the rugby season starts in september so Ooh. Hey, yeah. get yourself out there. Yeah, I'd like I'd like to be back. I'd like to be back for that. We've got preseason friendly next Saturday, which obviously I'm not going to be able to play, but I'm organizing <laughs> I'm organizing the social for afterwards. So Ah, oh, mate, of course. Yeah. Of yeah, course. So, so that that'll be good. Introducing the triathlons, which we used to do. Ooh. So that'll be exciting. Yes. Love but that. that that'll be quite nice. Also, I've stopped I've stopped giving myself a challenge of not drinking for a month so at the end of this month i'll be able to drink again it's been quite nice not drinking yeah so like last yesterday sorry went up the rugby club to watch the lions game disappointing result but yeah i saw that lost in the final few minutes wasn't it yeah it was mornay stain penalty absolute douchebag (laughs) um but yeah that it was nice not drinking whilst up there it was kind of yeah. refreshing like yeah it was, it was strange because listening to all drunk people chat is just how oh, do so how do yeah. sober people do it i wanted to punch everyone in the face um <laughs> but it, it was nice so i'm looking forward to it at the end of the month when fraser martin comes back to the uk aptly works out very well yeah it does and how come you decided to stop drinking for a month um, I realised that before my surgery, I was drinking pretty much every weekend. I was go, I was either mm-hmm. going out with the rugby boys and just drinking for no reason because obviously it was the Euros, so every England yeah. game, well every weekend <laughs> yeah. England game, was going out drinking, and then with that it comes like feeling shit for the next couple of days after. Yeah. When you reach when you reach thirty, 
two-day hangovers definitely happen. They are a thing. Um, and yeah. now I'm 32. They're still wow. two days. They're still two days, but they're still creeping a towards three days. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Um, but yeah, I just sort of realised like I wasn't enjoying it. I was enjoying it at the time, but I wasn't enjoying mm. it afterwards. So I was just kind of like, all right, let's just stop drinking for the next month. Plus, if I drink whilst I'm off my feet, I'm going to pile on so much weight. <laughs> so I was like, just yeah. stop, just stop drinking. Also, with the house, like looking at buying a house, I don't want to be wasting like. 75 to 100 pounds a weekend on booze yeah. and shit food mate before you know it that'll be different color paints for the walls and uh exactly and different oh, mate, they're all, they're, they've already been picked out they've already been picked out it's it's gonna look like a fantastic house but yeah I, I, and then i just thought about it i was like i'm not fucking i'm not in my mid-20s anymore i'm not a university mm. like grow up you don't need to be out every weekend <laughs> getting leathered um yeah and like you said yeah Fucking put that money aside and buy a tin of paint. Not yet, but have the yeah. money there ready for for all that. So, yeah, I, th- I think that's what's been sort of the catalyst for me not drinking. I'm looking forward to when Fraser's mm. back and we'll be able to all go out as a house. Apart from Griff, yes. shit bloke, not coming up. Yeah, shit as Griff strikes again. Yeah, fucking turns into a doctor and turns into a wet flannel. But he's, <laughs> he's not coming up. No, we love you really though, Griff, as we're all about positive mental health. So We do, Gryffindor, we do. You will be missed. Yes. But yeah, I, th- I think, yeah, I think uh, even after Fraser's big one, I don't I don't see me carrying on drinking like every weekend, unless it's a big thing, mm-hmm. like especially after a rugby game. Or, uh, yeah. you know, it's normally tradition, you'll get a pass and you stay out for the night. But I think learning to moderate how much i drink it's all right to have a couple you don't need to go up there and have a handful um, and then feel yeah. shit on sunday and then back to work on monday because that's another thing i think where it started to slip was i would be out on a friday or saturday drinking and then i wouldn't feel like i've had a weekend so it literally felt like i've just yeah. rolled from one week of work into the next into the next into the next yeah. and you're rolling burn. into work not at your best are you you're like yeah. coming in you're like oh fuck this i can't be bothered you don't get going until about tuesday afternoon and then you're like oh i've already missed 20 percent of my week and yeah. i've got to catch up on that exactly and now yeah, exactly it's an, it's an uphill battle isn't it yeah um, yeah no it is well yeah well let's let's see if that keeps that plate spinning for you mate yeah cheers mate so how like what what's what's been the contributing factors for you mate what's sort of led to you burning out yeah i suppose it's uh it's life is quite hectic um for myself i've obviously i work every day as yourself cal and then i'm also trying to you know keep the locker room journal going and this podcast and everything and, and run that as a business on the side and that takes up all of my evenings most days and then you add into the fact that life is reopening you can go back to the pubs. You can go back to your mates. People are doing lots of events. I don't know about you, Huggy, but most of my weekends are booked up probably until about <laughs> until about October, November, I think, is, is yeah. when I start having a free weekend again. Yeah. And work has been so busy and, and quite intense, probably the most intense period I've had during that nine to five. And then on top of that, like I said, trying to run a business when you've got no, no clue of how to run a business is always going to be a challenge in itself. So just trying to stay on top of that as well is, is quite difficult. And on top of that, not, not having any holiday left at work. So all my annual leave is used up in sort of September, October and December, which means I haven't got a day off, I don't think, until about the end of September. So okay. you sat there at work and you're like, oh, I'm fucked. <laughs> like I can just about keep my 
keep my head above water here. Like, I really need a break. Yeah. But I can't have a break until, I think, actually, the August bank holiday where we're meeting up with Fraser. You're like, that's that's probably the longest three days I've got between now and September. And similar to yourself, you just sort of think, like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. just going to run away. I'm going to turn my phone off. Like, what would happen if I turned my phone off for a week? And didn't turn up to work or anything, and then just came back and was like, "Hello, yeah. I'm back." Hey, I'm, I'm feeling refreshed. Again. Yeah. Um, so I think that side of things is, yeah, it's quite tough, and just I'm quite an organised person. I like to have structure, sort of, you know, every day have a sort of good foundation of things that I just do naturally. Because I think to your point, Huggy, it's so easy to slip into like eating unhealthily or slip into bad habits when you haven't got those easy foundations to that you're used to doing every single day. So like going to the gym every morning, etc. And yeah, I just felt like there was a few things in life that weren't, yeah, just weren't in line or structured. And it was just very reactive rather than organized, which for me is very stressful as well. Um, so I'm currently on a mission to find out how to mentally recharge while you've got to keep going. Cause I was like, I can't keep burning out every three to four weeks because my life is so busy. Like I need to find a better way of coping with this because i'm not going to get the days off from work or i'm not going to have that that time to rest so i'm on a mission at the moment to try and find ways to mentally recharge whilst being absolutely under it and so far a fantastic one i found is turning off my phone for a whole weekend um and not looking at any social media and i did it for a whole weekend and i realized how much i literally would just spend like 15 minutes just picking up your phone watching something on facebook watching something on you know instagram or twitter and quite a few of the things that i follow are business related as well so like if you like i see something i'm like oh that looks good and then i start thinking about that whilst i'm supposed to be relaxing and i'm like this is not because now i've got a whole brain trail of my brain energy is being used up on something which i might not do but i don't need to be thinking about it right now i need to be switched off so yeah avoiding social media was fantastic and um, i just felt like i had so much more space in my head because i wasn't consuming fucking someone's tweet about whether quavers are better than monster munch um quavers know. are quavers are better yeah we all know they shouldn't even been a tweet to be honest with you no. um so yeah that was really good i've also given myself a bit of a break from the from the business side of things um like the, the posting on the socials and stuff i just thought let's have a bit of a rest a bit of time out um and, and see what we come back with and a bit of a restructure there so more forward thinking planning of what we want to know what the next sort of few years look like um, which again is impossible to know really because I've got no clue what we're doing but we continue every day trying to make progress um, yeah. and also I think to, to your point there Huggy just I'm similar in the fact that when I get under under pressure or really stressed out or like burnt out and I've got no energy I won't go to the gym or I will start eating takeaways and, and unhealthily um, so I've just really been trying harder I think at, at going to the gym eating healthily because I know that if I can do that now then it's going to be easier when I'm not burnt out. But it's also they're the positive positive behaviours that are going to actually help me feel mentally better because I'm going to be exercising, I'm going to be healthier, I'm not going to be filled up with chocolate crisps and takeaway. I'm going to be filled up, you know, with chicken and yeah. broccoli, um, which has <laughs> got to be good for your mental health somewhere. I'm yeah. convinced that broccoli is the key. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's sort of where I've been at throughout this this period. But I think similar to yourself, these past few weekends I've, I have definitely rested more. And I'm feeling better. We've got more of a structure to our, our podcast, which makes me happier because it means that we can do better quality for all of you listeners out there right now that are listening. We can provide you with the best, you know, the best quality podcast and the most energy that me and Huggy have when we come to record. 
Absolutely. And do you have any tips for anyone that's maybe listening that feeling themselves burning out or they've recently felt that they've completely burnt out? Any tips of how they can sort of address the fact they've burnt out and moving forward? Yeah. So I definitely think if you've got the holiday, take it. Like having a and and use don't do what I've done at the start of this year where I took like two days here and there, like take a whole week and actually switch off. I think that would be my number one tip if you've got the holiday. And then if not, I would suggest just getting rid of your phone. And um, I can't remember who said this, or it might have been the Joe Marler documentary, Huggy, but like getting out into nature. So I went back home last week, which is quite countryside for those listeners that know where Nelsey is. And yeah, just out there walking around the fields in a bit of sunshine with just your mum talking about shit. That was for me, I was like, this feels like I've had about you know a three-week holiday and it's only been a couple of hours just in a field and there's no cars there's no people there's nothing which is a a welcome change to the london the london lifestyle and the third thing is is what you suggested at the end there just stop drinking and really limit not limit your sort of social interaction but be aware that you are knackered yeah (laughs) you need a rest is going out with 30 other people for six hour bender really gonna is that gonna help or is that gonna hinder because if you don't go you can go to bed at 10, get a nice nine hour sleep in, wake up at 9am, hit the gym on a Saturday. And if you hit the gym and you're out of the gym by 10am on a Saturday, your weekend feels three times longer than if you get out yeah. of bed at 1pm hungover and, and that side. So yeah, they'd be my three tips. I would avoid social media and, you know, go out into the, the open world. Take the holiday if Take you need holiday, it. Yeah. Anyway, forget my and a, and a week, Take your and a week long, not just a couple of yeah, days. Yeah, week long, week long holiday. Um, or go somewhere nice and quiet without your phone. And then the final one is, is sort of stop drinking and really rain, rain in on the social interactions until you're you're ready to go. Yeah, because they're really good points because I think touching on the take a week or as long as you can, because it, realistically it takes you a day to get over work and then your last day of holiday, oh. i.e. like your Sundays, you're dreading the next day of work. I'm not dreading it, but you're apprehensive because you know you've got work tomorrow, so you're clock watching. So you, yeah. you, if you just take two days off, you took a Monday and Tuesday off. Monday, you're de-stressing. You're thinking, if I was at work. And then Tuesday, you're going to be going, I've got work again tomorrow. So you're not, you're not <laughs> yeah. chilled. So yeah, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Take the full five days if you can afford to take the five days. Yeah. And then just really enjoy it. Just de-stress and just take everything yeah. off if you can. And another are, great yeah. thing that our, our company's done at the minute is we get um, half-day Fridays. Oh, just sick. during summer. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that is, I've been going into the office for that because I'm like, then I can actually physically leave work behind on a Friday because Such I was finding, idea. I was like <laughs> getting to two o'clock, like, right, finish work. You just literally are closing down the laptop and you're in the same space. I'd probably go sit on my bed for about half an hour on my phone. I'm like, this is so pointless. Like if I'm in the office, I have to leave. I've got more energy um, and, and work is actually then sort of compartmentalized yeah. behind. Um, the, so yeah. That, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's really important because that's one thing I find since working from home full time is there's no home and work because mm. I've, I've got the office. I work in like the study, but I kind of walk past the study to go to the bedroom or the bathroom every day. So even when I'm not yeah. working, there's kind of like that reminder of, oh, yeah, that's there's my workspace. And like you say, yeah. when, you, when you finish work, 
you turn off the laptop but you don't have that separation you don't have that drive home or like for you probably on the yeah. tube or walking or something where you can listen to some music and you switch off and just completely leave work at home yeah. you finish work and you kind of go and sit downstairs and just think <laughs> yeah. okay well i kind of feel like i'm still in the office and i think that's where it'd be important then for like myself and anyone else that works from home maybe just getting out as soon as you finish work maybe go for a walk yeah and just try and the commute that. i know there's a yeah. lot of people it's fake fake commuting is, is actually got itself a term um but yeah mm. i didn't actually realize how much i think working from home had blended like work and like my room because I'm, I'm in a small room in london so my bed is literally behind me right now behind my office so there is no i don't even have a separate room to put the office in yeah. um, but i didn't really think that was a problem or, or it had got to me until I started going back to the office just a couple of days and I was like, wow, the difference mentally coming back in after a day of work. I'm like, this is now my, my bedroom again and not Yeah, I bet I felt nice. Not my not my gym pass office. Um so I'm thinking as well, I might, I might be going into into the office, I might just go back for a whole week, five days a week and see what happens. Just to but then obviously it's like you've got to cook your lunch in advance, otherwise you've got to pay for lunch. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Like the stress of adult life is just never ending. I do have to get the tube. So you got that added expense as well if you're going in five days a week. Yeah, I do have the added expense, but at least it's not the un- I don't have to go underground, so it's not fucking boiling like it is. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> for those of you in London that have to get on the central line in summer, it's basically like just walking into a sauna. Um, it's horrible. The worst experience in the world. Do you have, do you have to wear a suit to work as well? No. Like, uh, okay. on, I work for a, a tech startup cow. We're all about ping pong pizzas and flip flops. Yeah, yeah, have a suit. Keep your corporate stuff away. That's not so, so very soul, soul cow. Yeah, um, yeah. Because I, when, whenever I go to London, like to the head office, and yeah, I hate being on the on the tube in my suit because yeah. it is. You get out and you get to the office, and you're like, I'm just drenched. <laughs> I yeah, hate mate, it. I, went, I had a meeting the other day. And I was wearing my, I had to wear a, a suit actually for this meeting, which is unfortunate, but you know, we have to look the part sometimes. Yeah. And yeah, I got on, I got on one train, by the time I got off of it, my shirt had gone see-through because I don't know if there's any other blokes out there with this issue, but I sweat really badly across like sort of around the rib area, just where your ribs end, sort of just above your belly button, that's sort of like the middle of your stomach bit, sweat really badly there for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but it always goes through to my shirt, so I just had like this see-through like line across me, like a QPR shirt that I was wearing. Um, oh, but luckily, on the next train there was like a big breeze, and I managed to sort of dry off in there. But I was like, this is like I would turn up to this meeting looking absolutely drowned. Um, so lucky, yeah, lucky boy, lucky boy, <laughs> not ideal. But yeah, I'm gonna try that. Get keep up the sort of change of environment because that might help mentally sort of separate work from home, and maybe I can relax a bit more at home. Um, yeah, but yeah, I didn't really realise how much it impacted me until you move away from the behaviour that you've done for the past, what we now, 18 months or whatever, just working from home in the same spot. I think I think that's a really good idea. And we've got, we've there's an office near where I live, but it's not to do with my side of the business. It's um, more okay. like the medical side of our business, whereas I'm financial services. So my nearest yeah. office is London. I'm going there from uh, Manchester, I'm not doing that every day. Yeah. But I might see, but like like you're saying, to have that sort of separation, I might try and see if yep. I can sort of hot desk at the other office and just go and work there maybe. Like you said, maybe mm. even just a Friday. So it feels like I'm separating from work for a weekend. Yeah, or, mate, or it's just been a something massive like that. boost for me. 
I mean, I'm the only one in the, in the office on a Friday because I think everyone's like, oh, let's stay at home and have an early weekend. But I'll happily take that. Um, yeah, just I think it's a really good idea. Separation. Yeah, I think that's yeah, a really good idea, especially with the half days. Yeah, and that's fantastic. Everyone should push your company to give you half days on a Friday. <laughs> that should be the law, I think. We get to finish half an hour early. Ooh, nice. So what, you finish at <laughs> half nine on a Friday instead of ten? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Oh, mate. Well, that is us sharing our mental health. We've become the topic of our own podcast, Huggy. I never thought that would happen. Hmm from when we started this, but brings me great pleasure to now announce a rerun of the Agony Uncles. We are back. Whoop. Agony Uncle, here for you. We're back in with Huggy's little jingle, which will forever stay in our podcast. Um, so yes, Huggy, today I have got an Agony Uncle for you okay. and a situation to see if we can help advise. So this was, again, another message um, that I received I'm trying to get it up, but my iPhone wants me to update everything all the time. Um, so, yeah, basically, this person has uh, Tourette. So they, they, I don't know how bad it is. It, it doesn't say, but basically, it's really hard for them to make friends, or you know, they to find a, a gym buddy is what they're after, um, because they don't, yeah, they don't talk to anyone, as the ticks will likely make people embarrassed to even walk next to me. And yeah, he just wanted some some advice really on how how to make friends how to find other people like him um because he really wants to get back into the gym but he's just feeling quite isolated and not like he's got the confidence to get back into the gym so huggy any initial thoughts uh first of all it sounds like it must be really difficult to um sort of live with um i I couldn't even imagine how difficult it must be so my only kind of advice would just be to try and explain maybe I don't know how if it's whether this person means within the workplace or out in general in a pub maybe if it's within a workplace when you start talking to people I don't know if you it's difficult because we don't know the context of how strong Mm. the Tourette's is but maybe try and find people with similar interests within the workplace so you know maybe like sport I think you said you play five a side with your some of the guys at work so yeah. imagine if this person could find a sport or another interest, then you can make that friendship on that level first. And then when you feel a little bit more comfortable, maybe introduce the fact that you have Tourette's, that you suffer from Tourette's and that you are anxious and cautious and apprehensive, maybe that you feel that it could affect how you make friends because you don't know how you're perceived mm. by somebody who witnesses it for the first time. Because it might be something that gets worse with the stress. So the stress of making friends might bring it on worse, perhaps. But I just think maybe it's it's something that you'd need to talk about. But it depends what comes first. Maybe an outburst or being able to say to somebody, "Um, I'd I'd like to maybe go out for a drink or maybe just hang out or join your five-side team, whatever. But... Mm. I've got Tourette's just to let you know. So if anything happens or if I say anything, please just ignore it. Just carry on with with your everyday life um, yep. and just take it that that's who I am. And if it's not somebody that you want to be friends with, then bye. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, at the end of the day, if someone's well, going to laugh or be awkward around you um, or, 
you know act differently around you because you've got it then you that's not someone you want in your life because that's just going to make you more stressed you're going to be thinking about it more yeah. it's just going to put more pressure on that friendship you want someone that can just ignore roll it, with it. Kind of, yeah, yeah just yeah just roll with it but for that to happen i think you as the person just needs to be brave uh, and just introduce it to the environment so if you are in the workplace or you're within a small group of friends just approach the subject and just say guys you've probably already noticed but i have Tourette's it plays mm-hmm. on my mind that what you guys are thinking but please just take it yeah like you said roll with it let's just go with it let's just yeah. see what what happens and let's just just chill let's just hang out yeah i think maybe as well explain a bit about it because i don't know it i don't really i i don't really know anything about it i know what it is but mm. I don't know what maybe triggers it for some people. I don't know, you know, what it, whether they're thinking of something and that's why they maybe say something. Like, I, I yeah. don't know enough about it. But if I had a friend that suffered from it, maybe if they educated me, then I'd find it easier just to be like, oh, okay, cool, just, yeah. just go with it. Yeah, I just think maybe just talking about it and maybe just sharing your interests with people, I think would be really like a good first step and if if they're not interested in looking past that then you already know they're not the person you want to be friends with anyway so move on but yeah you're, you're better off without it isn't it Cause it's, yeah you need people that aren't going to judge you because i yeah. imagine in your head you probably feel like everyone's judging you already so the the last thing you need is is that coming you know in in your day-to-day interactions um i also think like and I think it was Danny when we interviewed him mentioned this, but looking at groups and stuff on Facebook or in, you know, whatever sort of social media you use, like support pages and things like that, just to make you feel like you're not alone, I think is, is key, isn't it? You know, you, you're not the only person with Tourette's in the UK. There's there's probably many people that, that have it out there. So maybe joining those sort of communities might help you feel more comfortable with it and and like you say be more able to open up and front it because there's more people with it you can discuss it online and that might bring up your confidence discussing it online with strangers to just be open when you meet that person and i also think they mentioned they they i think they were an ex-competitive bodybuilder so they, they were quite uh quite good at the gym i yeah. think just getting back into that because you love the gym and not because of the reaction of people around you i mean it's easy for 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 us to say because we, we don't we're not in this situation um, but I think, yeah, getting back into what you love, into the gym, and gyms are great places to build communities, aren't they? In terms of, especially, yeah, if you're an ex-bodybuilder, like you're probably one of the biggest in the gym, so people will, will naturally like gravitate towards you and want to ask you questions and stuff. So find that right gym, I think, with the right atmosphere for you, that you can then, you know, build a community around that passion of yours. There would would be my advice on on top of what you mentioned there, Huggy. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think I think that's in- interesting, and yeah, definitely the way you approach people and maybe look from afar maybe meet friends through friends who already know that you uh, sort of have the tick and i think that'd be maybe a really good way of meeting people because then they already have sort of a heads up they know what to expect and they won't be caught off guard and sort of wonder if what just happened happened and it it just makes it a little bit more maybe approachable and also means that you've had a chance to understand if this person has a similar interest if there's somebody you want to be friends with anyway and if it's a friend of you or friends they should be a decent person because you're both friends with the same person so as long as you've got good friends (laughs) then (laughs) the the friend of the friend should be decent i think that's good solid advice there Mm. um huggy i think what we can do to end agony uncles because we don't really have an exit for the agony uncles do we no. But we can have a... 
Oh yeah, that goes on for 30 seconds. We don't need 30 seconds of that. Um, but that is the end of Agony Uncles for this week. As always, if you've got anything you want us to discuss um, or, or any issues you're facing, don't quite know how to tackle, please send them in for me and Huggy to do our best to give advice. Um, and that is through to manchat at thelockerroomjournal.co.uk or slide into the DMs on the Manchat podcast on Instagram. Um, Huggy loves to receive Instagram DMs. Um, so yeah, please, please give us some satisfaction there. And we're going to end, as always, with the Say Your Day, talking about our lows and highs of the week. Uh, we always start with the lows because we like to finish on a positive. Um, so Huggy, I'm going to chuck this over to you um, to share what has been your lows of any day this week. Uh, it's probably the whole week. It's just my knee uh, not being able to do stuff that I'm normally used to. You don't realise how reliant on a leg you are until, until yeah. you lose full use of it. So just not being able to like going up and down the stairs. Bloody hell, that takes a while. Not being able really? to bend your leg. Yeah, not being able to bend your leg properly or put like all your weight on the leg as you take each step. So yeah. sort of going down it slowly. That that's difficult in itself. So I've moved like my workstation downstairs so I can just stay there. Um, not even being able to walk the dog properly by myself so like Amanda has to come with me because obviously I can't bend over mm-hmm. to pick the uh, dog mess up oh, when, mate, when he's been one of the, oh dog mess yeah I was going to say you need yeah. one of those sticks if it's for the ball you know those oh we've big... got yeah we've got one of those yeah so you can throw the yeah pick the ball up and then lob it yeah we've yeah. got one of those um, maybe just put the shit in that and then just <laughs> well, and then just fling it <laughs> yeah that, well yeah that might work um, yeah I'd, I'd say that's just been the Debbie Downer for me this week Mm. no mate what's been I mean you mentioned the stairs but like what's been one of those tasks which you didn't think you'd struggle with having a knee operation that you've just been occurred and you've been like oh for fuck's sake I can't even do this first thing that jumped to mind was sitting on the toilet for a shit really yeah Yeah. what do you have to do like extend the leg out yeah extend the leg out and kind of like hold on to the radiator on one side hold on to the (laughs) sink basin on the other and kind of slowly single leg squat down onto the toilet that's difficult Mm -hmm. and getting in and out of the shower because it's a bath shower so like over the thing yeah kind of like put my good leg in open the shower glass door part and like swing (laughs) my leg round straight and then getting out is even worse because it's either leave all my weight on that bad leg in the bath and then get out and swing around or try and get out with the bad leg for god mate yeah that just those two (laughs) yeah i mean that's yeah yeah i can i'm imagining that in my daily life it'd probably take me an extra 40 minutes to have a shit yeah yes and you know mine lasts that long anyway so yeah (laughs) (laughs) right you've always got to do it on company time though always throughout the working day to get paid Uh, for it yeah not in my time (laughs) yeah i think my low of the week i haven't really had two i don't think i've had many lows this week actually Good I think week. it's been, I wouldn't say it's been a good week, but it's just not been a bad week, you know, quite a neutral. No, I can't think of any, any lows. I think the only low I would say is I thought I might be seeing Monica this weekend mm. um, because the event she was going to got cancelled. But then another event got rescheduled. It was for a mate's birthday, but I was hoping that it was going to be cancelled quite selfishly so that I could see her this weekend as I've not seen her in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So I think that's probably the low because, yeah. I do love a good weekend chilling out um, yeah, with Monica, especially like I said, when you're you're feeling close to burnout. 
just having someone there to have a little cuddle with. That's all you need. Just a little cuddle now and again, don't you? Yeah, you do, um, mate. Oh, actually, the low has been my washing machine was broken for two weeks, which, yeah, luckily I went home to my mum and gave her all my washing. Um, but that was Dixon. very stressful. At the... <laughs> I've been completely James Dixon there. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think it's... Uh, at the start, I it, it literally... It, it, my washing machine broke when all my gym clothes were in the machine, like all my shorts, all my T-shirts. So I had nothing to go to the gym in. So for a oh. couple of days, I had to go to the gym like a full kit wanker. Like in my like Liverpool strip, I was like, oh my god! I just remember, remember that guy at uni that used to go to like <laughs> yeah. the, that's the like, first big, person that came to my mind. Yeah, the big powerlifting gym, and he was like yeah. tiny, but he used to just wear like a full-on Chelsea kit every time. Or but the kit Juventus, would change. It was, it, yeah, it would, the yeah. kit would change. It was always a different kit, but it was always a full kit. Always, and yeah. I, I literally felt like that. Um, and then that was just really stressful because everything smelled really bad. And then I was like, what do I do? <laughs> like, oh, I tried washing my shorts in a bin. Which in a did bin. work. What? Yeah. My, Why do you not bin. use a sink? You fucking weirdo. <laughs> oh, because well, I haven't got my, my sinks are quite. I'm, my my bathroom sink is quite shallow, not yeah. good for washing. And then like my bin was empty, and I was like, well, that looks like the inside of a washing machine if you think about it. Tilt it on its side. Like it's I, I, only it's only yeah. a small bin. So then I was like, well, I can just pretend to be a washing machine. You know, get the arm. Did you make the sounds as well? Do, 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 do. Oh, mate, yeah. Started just vibrating the tables and everything next to me for fun. <laughs> so but, instead yeah, of using was... your kitchen sink, yeah, my, yeah, you used my a bin. <laughs> yeah, mate, I would recommend it. Recommend it if you're over in that. Fuck the kitchen sink, mate. The kitchen sink's not round. You can't, you can't spin in there. Well, basically, yeah, my bin's the inside of a washing machine, basically, okay, is, is fair, where we're fair. at with that. Uh, yep. But yeah, that was my low of the week, because you're like, when am I actually going to have clean clothes? Yeah. And then and then I tried to negotiate <laughs> negotiate £20 a day off of my rent with the landlord for not having a washing machine. I'm assuming he didn't take that. <laughs> no, he said he was quite insulted by the offer. <laughs> really? But, you know, if you, I did, he did say he'd pay for me to get my washing done for free, though. So, you know, but you decided the bin was better. Yeah, but you decided yeah. the bin was a better option. But I put it in the bin and then charged myself 30 quid for that washing service. Um, ah, fair. So That's a good idea. Back. Good idea. I um, like it. Yeah, that was, that was my low of the week yeah. um, or the, the past current weeks. Um, and on to the highs as we finish strongly. What has been your high of the week, Huggy? Besides hearing that you washed your clothes in a bin. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Going go to the rugby club yesterday, getting out of the house um, properly since my surgery, seeing seeing a few of the boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was nice. Albeit I wasn't drinking, like I said earlier, but it was just nice nonetheless getting out of the house, seeing a few um, familiar faces, enjoying the rugby. Well, I enjoyed the first half. Second half was a bit shit. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was just it was just nice getting out of the rugby club, seeing a few of the boys getting out of the house. Then Amanda and I just had a really like cosy night in. Got um, got an Indian, oh. put a film on. Actually, no, we didn't put a yeah. film on. We started watching the Phoenix Nights, Peter K. Phoenix Nights. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ah. Yes. Um, not all the way through, but I think, yeah. Yeah, so we started watching those last night. We've seen them before, but, oh, I've seen them before, but like secondary school, so I can't really remember what happens. Um, yep. So, comedy gold. You can see why it was banned, but comedy gold. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, just it was just a really nice day and night last night. I and then today... That. Today we're going to go to Ikea, look at some stuff for the house, and then... Um, oh, there's that drinking money already gone. Yeah, Fake yeah. plants, shells. 
<laughs> yeah, and then, and then we're going around some friends later for dinner. We're kind of doing like Ooh. a little come dine with me thing between the oh, four nice. of us. So, um, are you, yeah. Are you going to slag them off or are you going to be honest? Don't know. It was like Regan cooked. Our, our friend Regan cooked first uh, a couple of weeks ago and it was unreal. So good. Really? So, yeah, I, get, I gave a nine. Ooh. The only, the only reason had meat. She's vegetarian. So that was the only ah. thing that gave it a nine. But it was unreal. It was so, so good. Um, and her fiancé, Chris, the guy I was gym with, he's cooking tonight, so I don't know what's on the menu. But Oh, well, good luck, Chris. No pressure. Yeah. Hope he is there um, to review. Man, that sounds like good fun. Mm. Sounds like yeah, good fun. Good. And, and enjoy yeah. that. Enjoy that. That's a good high. Yours, mate? Yeah, my, mine actually, another little suggestion for people, and similar to what you said about the lunch hour, but Tuesday's lunch hour was probably the best lunch hour I've had probably all year. I basically was like, right, I eat a certain amount of calories a day. I hadn't eaten enough calories for the past few days. So I had like, I think it was like 4,000 calories I had to eat on Tuesday to like hit my, my weekly target. And I was like, right, I'm getting a Domino's pizza. I've wanted a Domino's pizza for ages, but anyone that knows the calories in those things and tracks it like wipes out your whole your whole day in in one pizza so i was like right what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna take my hour for lunch i'm gonna get a domino's pizza delivered and i'm gonna watch last night's love island because i, I was i was not up to date and yes i am hooked on love island i i monica came around the other weekend and she was like oh can we catch up on a few episodes once you've watched about six episodes over a weekend you're you're invested into the couples so i was like right i've got that to watch okay i've got to get a takeaway and i'm just going to switch everything off for an hour and honestly i felt like i'd had i think it felt like a weekend because that's not really an activity that i would do in the middle of the day on a tuesday work day you know it's something you do on on like a saturday yeah. night um, but yeah just that little hour was fantastic um, so that was probably my highlight of the week, and then a really good meeting at work with, with one of our clients. Um, it was just such a good afternoon to go to a meeting. I think personally, it was quite a big meeting, so one of the biggest ones I've been involved with. And normally, when I'm in those situations, you sort of do okay, but you, there's always something that you fucked up on or that you can really improve on for next time. Um, luckily, on this one, that wasn't the case. There was only a few small improvements. That's sort of the first time I felt like I've actually nailed something nice. that I'm prepared for. <laughs> um, and then we, we went swimming, which I can't swim. <laughs> I found out I'm terrible at swimming. And then we went for a couple of Guinnesses. First Guinnesses I've had this year. Um, this pub Ooh, in London, they're nice. phenomenal. Um, and yeah, it was just like, this is fun. Like, this is my afternoon of work. And what I do is <laughs> eight hours and I've spoken to some people. We've gone swimming now, we're having a couple of beers. And I was just like, this is, this is what I want to get paid for. Um, so yeah, that was a fantastic day as well. So Tuesday and Wednesday very good days at work but yeah I would, i'd recommend the lunch hour a little takeaway do something you do on a saturday in an hour during the week i think it's phenomenal yeah and that would probably stop you from sort of binging because whereas at weekends you don't have anything else to be busy to do you end up just binging yeah. more whereas if you do it during a lunch break i suppose you then go back to work and then it like kick starts your routine yeah, exactly again, like quickly instead of waiting till monday and you've like well i had a domino's saturday i'll just have some shit on sunday then start diet always yeah, starts, diet Monday. starts Monday, um, yeah. but in, in, instead you have it during your lunch break. And you're like, okay, dinner now. I'll have something. Yeah, healthy. exactly. Or, you know, if you're waiting through till breakfast, you're fasting then through till breakfast. You're like, okay, starts again. Yeah, properly. mate, it's all about getting them in when you can. Yeah. Well, hug it. It's been a pleasure to be back. The Man Chat Podcast. We ride again. Yes, it has. 
everyone that's listening we hope you know hope you enjoy it give us your feedback as always make sure to follow us on the socials at at the man chat podcast isn't it on instagram you can get in touch with us on man chat locker room journal uh, dot uk and also be sure to check out the journal to you know start understanding your mental health and, and see where you can improve it to build that winning mindset that we all want in life and we strive for thank you for listening today we could end with um <laughs> we've got an audience on here now hoggy we're loving it <laughs> and we will see you all in a couple of weeks bye-bye